Question. What's up? Do you remember these games? They were called plug and play TV games. They were just a little tiny like controller, like a joystick. Yeah. And they had RCA cable, the red, yellow, white, that just plugged straight into the TV. It was wow. like having a low key budget friendly like Duh. game yeah, it system. It only had like maybe like two like games. two mini games, and they were all styled differently. Yeah. Like there was Pac Man, Miss yeah, Pac Man. Yeah, yeah. My dad absolutely schooled us. He was like, "Yeah, bro, we used to play Pac Man all the time." He got on the joystick. Little Miss Pac Man came Are you up, serious? like destroyed it, like glitched the game, like the three hundred level later prodigy. Dude, these consoles are wild. See, this looks like an SNES, and why is there a paw yeah. on the on the controller? Yo, you guys like it's got the, the Paw Patrol, the edition. kids leapfrog. This is used to have a bunch of like what? Yeah, I remember how I having to some of these kids. It would be a leapfrog game, but it was like you doing math. Yo, not gonna lie, I'm so sorry, but that Scooby Doo one is not okay. <laughs> that, that Scooby Doo one Scooby Doo's got not like a, good. a green ring pop looking joystick. Yeah, th- that was the thing. That it is was, the bare minimum that we can call it. It was al- <laughs> it was always like a joystick. <laughs> we had the SpongeBob one. And the SpongeBob was it one? the nose? Yes, uh, it was sus as sus could be. <laughs> I don't even remember the games that were on it. You know, flipping burgers or whatever. But it was just like his nose. You were was just it. manhandling SpongeBob's just nose, yanking the whole time. it. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. 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 Oh, but we had a bunch of. But the the best one we had was actually the Avatar: Last Airbender one. It, it's was, it's literally, an- yeah, it's literally Ang. Sitting on his little air scooter using that, that he would like fly around in on. My life, I've and that would be one. the joystick, dude. There was like an Oppa game where you just flew Oppa and you had to like dodge stuff like fireballs or something going up and down. What? There was a couple different ones. They were so cool because you just like kept them underneath the TV, and when you felt bored and you needed a game for right, 20 minutes, you just put in that, dude. The, the right setup, the, the setup that is showing up on this picture. I'm there's like you. 15 cables. It was a. G- <laughs> it's like twenty. I don't know what this man is doing with his system, but it literally was just the RCA cable. They were kind of infuriating though, because they weren't like the best games around. They were, the they were g- probably short as fuck. Too. They were the yeah, they like your really cable short. was yeah, 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 short. Yeah, yeah. It was basically the games you bought for like Christmas. I guess a stocking stuffer thing. Like, yes. sorry, I couldn't get you that PS3. But here's a twenty dollar console. Here's SpongeBob's nose. Yank that around for a while. Leave mom alone. <laughs> She needs to mix the red with the white wine oh and get my loose. God, no! I've I feel like I've seen them a lot in the store. That's a goodwill find all day. Yeah. If I find the SpongeBob one, <laughs> you know what you get yes. for Christmas. <laughs> it comes with no cable. But you're I'm gonna, gonna find that. Dude. You're I'm gonna, gonna find wrap it. the SpongeBob one for you, but leave the nose free. I'm just dude, gonna wrap I'm everywhere gonna but like, the what nose. What the hell is that, dude? Hi, <laughs> Steven, What is this? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, it's the Drake. It's the Drake. <laughs> Drake gonna have his own plug and play in the joystick. <laughs> it's gonna play. It's like, I need the Max Swing. I need the Max Swing. Oh my god! Yes. You just you just the little the little Anita jumping around the six. Dude, just jumping from building to building. On some Mario shit. Do you remember the little HTML game he had? It was a little like it was a website you just went into, and it was like a dude that was jumping across buildings in Toronto. Game. And the the whole time, like it was hard coded, like MySpace in the background. I just said, "Running through the sea with my whoa, oh, you know how that no. go." And You're he would lying. just die. I just... swear to you, it was a thing. <laughs> Either that, or it was I... an incredible dream I had <laughs> when me and Drake were hanging out in the six. 
<laughs> You're watching the Toronto Raptors Dude, game. What? What? I have never heard of that. The before. best, the best, though. That's so crazy. The best is the Avatar one, which brings us into our segue today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Welcome back to the Talk No Jutsu podcast. Yes, sir. This is Dylan. This is Steven. We are your hostess with the mostest. Yes, most is debt, that is. Watch your credit score. <laughs> and today, we're talking about Avatar The Last Airbender, and we're going over season one, which is book one, yeah. Wilder. Yeah. Wilder. Wilder. <laughs> I, I gotta say it like that, because that song on the radio drives me nuts. Which one? You know, because yeah. she goes, make me water. Oh, and yeah. I was like, yeah. like that's not explicit. <laughs> how's Kids Bob going to cover this? <laughs> See, back in the day, they used to worry about how Kids Bob would do it, so they, would, they wouldn't go as ham. Mm-hmm. Now, they don't give a shit. How are you supposed to cover a Nicki song? Certified free. Yeah. What are they supposed to say? I don't, I, honestly, oh I give them Matt props because they are super creative into how they <laughs> end up switching out the lyrics. I want to talk so about I want to talk about the last Airbender, but have you ever heard um, the Kids Bob version of Oh my God, Lizzo? You know Lizzo, right? Yeah, yeah she's yeah. like you could have had a bad bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever heard the Kids Bob version no. of that part? I pissed myself because instead of saying you could have had a bad bitch. It says, you could have had a good friend. Oh <laughs> and they say it with their God. chest. <laughs> We're going to play it later. Play it in the car. Yeah. You know it's on Spotify. I'm going to be bopping to Kids Bob on my way home now. You're going to be in the car with your wife. and You You could have had a good friend. Just That's a little. little. <laughs> help you with your career. A good Dude, friend does help you with your career, I though. I could never. Lizzo, Kids Bob, that I can never. Like, why would you even attempt it? Can can we just stop making kids pop already? I don't know who what the hell. What number are we on? Now? Probably like nine and nine. Yeah. Like now that's what I call music volume. One hundred four is more than one piece. <laughs> <laughs> it's longer than one piece now. Kids pop has been around. I don't know Dude, who's it's... listening to it, but further than that, I don't know who's playing it for their kids. Right. Like I get that you want to have like clean up some stuff, but I'm like, dude, just let them do something else. Like, yeah. don't listen to just modified give them the clean version of the original song or something. You know, I love Drake's "Best I Ever Had." It's a seminal classic. It was like his OG hit, right? Okay. Okay. I like the edited version because it played so much on the radio. Instead of instead of going, "You the best I ever had," he goes, "You the you the best." Instead of saying, "You the effing yes. best," he goes, "You the you the." Freaking love it! I remember that like, yeah, you the you the. For the longest time, all you knew that the lyrics were just like. I that. didn't know that he you cursed. You the. Yeah. Damn, this person's really clean with their words. I respect him. He's a stand-up citizen. In my good Christian Dodge Caravan, we're listening to you the you the. Oh my gosh! But let's steer. Let's steer us back here. Oh, I can't breathe. Dude. Oh, you got me dead. And talking about breathing, we're talking about Aang the Airbender. Yes, sir. Uh, we're talking about Avatar. If you haven't seen it at this point, just know that I was pissed when James Cameron's Avatar came out in 09 because Avatar The Last Airbender ran three seasons from 05 to 08, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. prime of our lives. Yep. And when Avatar came out, basically everyone confused it. So now I have to say the full title, Avatar The Last Airbender. Yeah. Because you can't say just The Last Airbender because then you're going to confuse some people who yeah. actually saw M. Night Shyamalan's <laughs> awful li- live-action version. Uh, but yes, the first book... Yeah, don't we don't talk know, about Ong. I don't even know how to give a... Uh, Ong. We don't talk don't about Ong. Look, to give a summary, uh, the world of Avatar is basically full of uh, benders. 
There you got yeah. the of the four different elements. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. got air, water, water, earth, and fire. <laughs> and got um, three ups, by the way. There's also a spirit world, and the avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's some of the stuff that we won't cover today. We'll cover in the future because it's part of other seasons yeah, yeah, slash yeah. other shows. But you basically have the main title character, which is the avatar, which is the embodiment of the spirit world mm-hmm. in a human. And it's basically reincarnated and recycled. So once the Avatar's life is finished, he is then born into the next specific bending nation. So when Aang was born, he was born into the air nomads and was an airbender at heart. But the Avatar is special because he's actually able to wield all four of the elements. Mm -hmm. It's a rare species. He's a rare He's rare. He a shiny card. Not medium rare, but rare. He's rare, <laughs> medium rare. roar. Uh, that he's he'll be the only one that can actually handle both, be able to bend both elements. He bend it. He bend it like Beckham. He be bending. <laughs> he be bending. <laughs> he be bending. And uh, to give a background on the show, basically, uh, about a hundo hundo years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, the Fire ago. Nation decided to be they be tripping. And they decided that they were going to dominate the world, mm-hmm. so they went ahead and started raging war on everybody. And the Fire Lord of the time knew that the next Avatar would be born in Airbender, so mm-hmm. he tried to wipe out all of the Air Nation, which yep. is savage because the Air Nomads are a monk-like people. Yeah, they're pacifists. Yeah, they're vegetarians, mm-hmm. and it's pretty upsetting that he would just slaughter them all. But Aang managed to get away. Yeah, he was scurred when he realized that he but, was the Avatar. Yep, 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 and yep. He decides to dip. Mm-hmm. He says, "Yeah, no more. I'm gonna go and." Uh, Freeze myself up, you know. <laughs> yeah, he I'm gets out. he uh, gets caught in a storm, crash lands, and his avatar state, yeah, which uh, allows him to connect into like a higher power, connect all to his past lives, and mm-hmm. gain like incredible strength and wisdom. Mm-hmm. Protects him, cocoons him, and he goes to bed for about a hundred years, a little more than Captain America. <laughs> Captain America wishes. <laughs> they, they float right along each other. Yeah. You don't even see it in the background. Captain America's like on your left. And he's just <laughs> floating right past Aang in his bubble with a giant bison. Hey, yo, who that? Oh, my God. So the uh, series begins in the uh, the Southern Water Tribe. Yeah. Where brother and sister duo uh, Sokka and Katara, goaded, yeah. uh, end up accidentally finding Aang and breaking open his uh, cocoon bubble. Yeah. Uh, like eventually, yeah. later realizing he's the Avatar who needs to master all four elements, so they decide to bring him on a mission to the North Pole mm-hmm. because there's no more Southern Water Tribe waterbenders outside of Katara. Yeah. And they're also, I feel um before they get to the North Pole, um, whenever they whenever he freezes out, like he breaks free from the ice, you get to meet Appa as well, which is yes. another, which is it's flying bison. Awesome. Awesome that's a, yo, that's a pillow pet all day. Yeah, yeah, if you ain't yeah, snuggling yeah. with Abba, you ain't even living. It's the only plushie that I will ever have. <laughs> it will be what is that? <laughs> Anita? No. No, 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 no. It's Appa. It's Appa, for sure, for sure. Um, so basically, we follow book one. Honestly, almost almost the entirety of Avatar, but specifically book one is like a road movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's where one of the greatest strengths is, is that you get so many different adventures mm-hmm. along the way. They get... Uh, continuously pursued by the disgraced fire lord prince prince zuko Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh famously voiced by dante bosco don hero yeah he also did what was that other show that he did the voice for for um 
on Disney Channel or whatever that, that another uh, Chinese show Jake Dragon uh, Jake oh, Jake yeah. whatever yeah, yeah um American Jake Long American yeah, yeah. Dragon yeah. woo yeah, my brain cell was back. like go because you know what I only know him from Hook oh shit yeah yeah, yeah Dante Bosco wasn't Hook. Hook yeah 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 that's the only other like role Hook that was I know Steven Spielberg's version yeah 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 of, of, Peter, Pan. of Peter Pan yeah it was such a you've, good movie you've been such filled in underrated really really good movie um but prince zuko is the son of the fire lord but he's disgraced because he spoke out during a meeting yeah. and his dad which is a dick yeah he said oh, hey don't hey. do that <laughs> little sit your little sexy ass down <laughs> and he decided to challenge him to a duel which they call an agni kai crisped up this motherfucker's face and then as a slap in the face i never really realized this until rewatching it the other day uh-huh. i don't know why it was a basically a, a a BS task. He gives him the he banishes him and gives him the task of finding the avatar. And if he does, he can come back. But at that point, Ozai and almost everyone believed that the avatar was done because right. it's been a hundred years. So right. they believed that they broke the cycle. Yeah, it was more of like a blackmail, not blackmail, but yeah. like they sent him out to do something that was extremely impossible, knowing yeah he would that he never wasn't come back. Be able to do that, just banish his boy. However. Mm. He uh, it ends up Uno reversing when the actual <laughs> slap that Uno reverse card. The actual Avatar ends up coming back for real, for real this time. They're like, oh, oh shit! <laughs> I picture Ozai being like, yo, and then I sent him to find the Avatar. <laughs> and everyone's like, ah, yo, you were savage. <laughs> you wrong for that. Wrong for yeah, that and the dude in the back, yo, that's crazy. <laughs> and then you hear the that one soldier that opens the door. Everyone's laughing. It opens the door. It's like. Someone tell the Fire Lord the Avatar, <laughs> Avatar has back. returned. Hey, yo, and you, everyone's like, "Oh shit!" You look like an idiot. <laughs> um, you don't really get much of Fire Lord Ozai, honestly, throughout the yeah. whole show, but especially in the beginning. But yeah. he is voiced by Mark Hamill, the yeah. legend, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. the Joker, Luke freaking Skywalker. Yep, 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 yep. Um, but yeah, you don't really get too much of him. What you really get is Zuko and his pursuit of Aang. And Zuko is backed up by hmm, the absolute goat of the series, yeah. his uncle Iroh. Yeah, who I, f- I feel like everyone can agree that it's like they're one of the, one of their favorite characters like they of the series. Desperately wish that was their tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like I wish I could just have some tea with Uncle Iroh. Iroh is obsessed with playing uh, uh, Pai Gao, Pai Show, whatever. I no, forget. I f- yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, loves Jet and Jet Zuko. You didn't finish your Jasmine tea. Jasmine <laughs> and uh, he's voiced by Mako, very famous voice actor who also did the voice acting for Aku, the demon nice. Aku from yeah. uh, Samurai Jack. Yes. <laughs> oh man, if That's you love awesome. Cartoon Network and Toonami the way we did, we were fucking up Samurai Jack. <laughs> um, Mako uh, sadly <laughs> passed away. So in the third season, he's voiced by a very similar actor, uh, Greg Baldwin. Who also came back to do Aku when Samurai Jack did their revival series to oh, finish really? it. He also he came like back closed. to do that. That's yeah, awful. because he had done it already yeah. in similar fashion. Um, but yeah, Iroh's just got a big gut, a big heart, and he's changed much. You do get a little backstory on him. Uh-huh. He's known as the Flame of the West, which uh-huh. they show off why he's that name in like later seasons. He's fucking badass. But he is famous for having failed uh, to break into the Earth Kingdom. Mm-hmm. The big Earth Kingdom city is known as Bossing Se, yeah. and their impenetrable wall 
was uh yeah impenetrable but yeah, and uh yeah, yeah. so he's so kind he's he's known as like a legend but at the same time he's got a little bit of a stain on his history but you learn that he lost his son and that now he's kind of lost his taste for conquering and he's more you know a pacifist in some ways mm-hmm. and he's joined zuko on this journey to kind of like mentor and guide him and sees him as a you know, as a son, mm-hmm. son, mm-hmm. father figure relationship. Shout yeah, to trying you. to warp him and morph him into like the right leader. Yeah, that the Fire Nation, Fire Nation actually needs. Yeah, because when you first see Zuko, he's just like, "I want to get my honor back." Yeah, and that's. I it. need to find the Avatar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Those pulled, are the he only two sentences. Yeah, pretty early on. <laughs> this is only two sentences. Yeah. Oh, yeah, your ponytail a little too tight, cuz yeah. <laughs> you gotta come. Avatar. Fire Lord. Like you need an inhaler. Heavy breathing. Just <laughs> the cat. Heavy yeah. breathing. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, one of the first stops that the the Avatar gang goes on and sees is actually the Air Temple, yeah. which is a devastating episode because you learn more about the fact that uh, yes, that Aang did kind of abandon his position mm-hmm. abandoned mm-hmm. his people. Then they were slaughtered yeah. and he feels guilty that like he was the avatar, he but he didn't live up mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. But the amazing thing throughout the show is that they never really do too, like too big of a time jump at any point. Mm-hmm. So Aang is always just 12. Yeah. And it's insane to see a little 12 year old dude and them to be like, yeah, go save the world. Like, yeah, yo, go tighten up, <laughs> go fight this man. And he, yeah. there's so many instances that in the show that make it so funny because he's just, a kid at heart mm-hmm. the first words he says when he gets out of the ice block he's like bro you want to go penguin sledding with me yeah. oh that was one of the games oh, on the plug-in sledding? thing was penguin that's awesome. sledding that's awesome jelly that's <laughs> <laughs> steven's on ebay right now well, that's like <laughs> i am on offer up as we speak. <laughs> i'm in a bidding war <laughs> somebody wants spongebob's nose way too much let me see i don't uh, know who it is uh ink does get captured I forgot where my things. Oh yeah, then he goes to the Air Temple, which is where they find all the statues of the Avatar ancestry. Uh, finds his old master Ded. Dead. I forgot his name. You remember? Monk Yatsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interestingly, when this is released, will also be in conjunction with the release of the live action. Mm-hmm. So there are some things that are similar, added and changed. Yeah. They said that they're supposed to be. They're actually supposed to show you a fight. Of Monkey Atsu versus the Firebenders, which is a thing you don't get, and I'm just like, bro, <laughs> I want to see that. His he gonna wax it up. Is, he gonna wax the head, wax the. Dudes. I mean, I don't know because you know how it ends up, how it ends up going down. Oh, he gonna but die. He gonna die. He gonna get toasty. But he gonna go out in style. Uh, yeah, that's what I want to see. Yeah. He, gonna that, that's, that's, <laughs> he gonna get toasty like a pop tart. He's gonna look like Jogo by the end of the episode. <laughs> Man, <It's>, fuck <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bad. But, uh, but yeah, he finds his old master dead by the hands of the Fire Nation, uh, which then kind of like sends him out on a rant and um, activates the Avatar State. Yeah. I feel like for the, it's the first time that we actually see the Avatar State from this point, just because it happened before he went on the iceberg. And then Other than, that, yeah, breaking him out of the iceberg. Right, right, yeah. Because right. after that, that's the first time that we kind of like get to see it. And um, the Avatar State has a f- one uh, kind of minor fatal flaw there is that. If Aang is ever killed in the Avatar state, that is what will actually break the reincarnation uh-huh. cycle. Uh-huh. If he had died as a baby, it wouldn't have broke it. He right. just would have been born into the water tribe, and then they would have then attacked the water tribe uh-huh. then and there. But yeah, he because that was that was the next one, right? Because if, if that's the case, it would it would be, it would be water. Yeah, 
uh, not Katara, I'm sorry, uh, Korra. Yeah, because Korra is a waterbender. Will, will be the one that was next. That's why it ends up being on the Yeah, Avatar and he's like, he's like the Hulk at first with the Avatar state because he never knows how to access it yeah, easily. Yeah, it just goes crazy. And when he gets in it, he's just like, all right, just sickle, sickle mode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's always... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Katara ends up being like the friggin' Natasha of the whole thing. And she's got to be like, sun's getting real low, Aang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Better get your ass stop flying. Stop it. Get some help. <laughs> Daddy, chill. <laughs> <laughs> get down. Stop floating. Hey, Daddy, chill. Um, <laughs> one thing I really like about this series is Sokka with an effing passion. Yeah. Not only is he funny, voiced by Jack DeSena, who was all over the place back in those days mm-hmm. on you know Nickelodeon whatever Disney I don't know he was he was a popular kid for sure it's the fact that Sokka's a non-bender because when you yeah. when they add to their troop as like oh. time goes on meet different people Sokka like remains like the only non-bender in a lot of ways yeah. and I it's something that gets addressed more in the sequel series uh, Legend of Korra mm-hmm. that there's a whole bunch of the world that just doesn't have the ability to bend and they mm-hmm. gotta get along with all these people mm-hmm. and Sokka just still manages to not be the character he manages to be like useful mm-hmm. he's not like the side character that's just like he's just oh I'm in here yeah, no yeah. he's over there like actually formulating battle plans he's an right. engineer he's building shit he's making jokes he's making them eat yep he's freaking uh Using his trusty boomer ang, which is like, God. I you wanted it as a kid. Jeez, you won't yes. lose an eye. Yeah, I mean, if it if it came down to weapons, mm-hmm. do you think the boomerang? Would you take the boomerang or would you take the staff? Oh, oh shoot! I I might save that for the anime okay, awards because okay, okay, okay. there's a best weapon category later for the Ooh, anime awards okay, and I'm, i'll probably have a different choice than you because I, I was i was trying to squeeze my brain okay cool cool cool. i'm gonna i'm gonna say i'm gonna think about my answer then he's like mm, i'm gonna just formulate i'm gonna, I'm gonna let court. that one cook for a minute uh one of the people they run into which is actually becomes bigger later uh character wise is the kiyoshi warriors yes sir one of the previous avatars was avatar kiyoshi mm-hmm. and uh who's a savage yeah. She is savage. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they run into the remnants of her, basically, like her warriors, her little, her, her groupies. Her groupies. And uh, yeah. one of them, uh, <laughs> you know, Sokka be crushing on every girl that comes their way, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one he ends up crushing on is Suki. Yeah. On oh, Suki Suki. Suki. <laughs> I like the name yeah. Suki, though. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I couldn't do it because then if somebody said that about my daughter, <laughs> I'd be like, oh, we're swinging right now. You're going to get the boomer Aang. <laughs> Um, Sugi becomes a more pivotal character later on when they Mm -hmm. kind of meet up with her again. Um, But like you were saying earlier, Aang does get captured at one point Mm -hmm. because our other, basically, uh, antagonist for the season is Commander Zhao. Commander Zhao. His facial hair makes me want to punch him. There's something about his goatee combo that I'm like, look at that asshole. That's fun. Uh, Commander Zhao is also hunting down the Avatar now that he... Which is some, some bandwagon material. Because, of course, now that they know the Avatar is back, Zhao's like, time to look good in front of the Fire Lord. Exactly, yeah. Piece Let me of go ahead shiz. and take this time now to actually do something. And yeah. basically looks at Zuko like, hey, yo, you were banished and put on this as a as a punishment and a joke. Mm-hmm. He was one of the dudes laughing. And as soon as they kicked <laughs> open the door and said, he's back, he was like, I'm going to head out. <laughs> Trims up his goatee a little bit, whatever he's got, and dips out the door. Uh, Zhao is actually able to capture Aang, mm-hmm. and Zuko pulls off one of the coolest things. I'll let you cover because I know the fight. 
I know you got the mask at work. Oh, oh, the blue spirit. Steven man. be tattooing over at yeah, 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 the yeah, new yeah. Revenant tattoo, right yeah, by yeah. right by Ready Player One. Ready Player One by Player One Bar. There you go. Yeah, and um, I forgot the name of that uh, restaurant that's right next to it. But yeah, no, the Hooters. Huh? I said that too fast. You said Hooters? <laughs> there is it's right down the street. No, it's right on the same block, but I said it too fast. He's like, it's the only place that I know in that area. Oh, you mean Hooters with the barbecue <laughs> western burger? You named the hostess and the yo, server. Yo, by first Courtney, and last name. Courtney from Hooters on P Street. She up front. She's there on Thursdays. Uh, <laughs> Not Friday. She got to pick up her kids. Her and her father, they ain't together, but you know, I, I don't judge. Yeah, there would, uh, it goes into the blue spirit scene, which is freaking awesome because you don't understand who the hell this person is with a blue mask it looks yeah. like some type of um it's almost like some type of like oni mask which is blue yeah um this character is called again the blue spirit who ends up saving Aang from being captured by the fire nation who we then realize that it's actually suko um who is portraying this blue spirit soldier who is badass dude just Ew. badass it always reminds me you remember um teen titans yeah um red x teen mm. titan he always reminds me of red x when i was little i always confused him even though there was two separate fucking colors <laughs> literally one was who red, are all the these power rangers blue. i can't tell them and apart it was on the name too which <laughs> is just more stupid but yeah i was I always saw them almost as equals because of mm -hmm. just how cool these characters were. Yeah. And I had such a small little window in the series and just that little impact was just enough to be like, oh yeah, that's a dope ass character. Not Zuko, <laughs> but the Blue Spirit. <laughs> My honor. Yeah, I mean, it's funny because having hindsight and knowing where the series goes, you know like what ends up happening later on to Zuko or whatever, but... Yeah. At the beginning here, you you get to really understand that like Zuko's a very uh, a very good warrior, mm -hmm. like an excellent fighter. Really good. And even though he's kind of in his like rage moment, you know that like he'll improve over time. And one of his best qualities is those knives, mm -hmm. is that sword work. Mm -hmm. Like he has some flexibility to so he doesn't always have to be like blast out with fire, blast right. out with fire. Which he's been, you know, he practices, he's good at, but mm -hmm. I always like to see that, like, yo, he got that ninja in him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got he that, he's got that, he got like, the assassin. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's definitely super, super cool. And it, it starts, <sighs> Zuko's story is, like, bluntly, it's cliche, mm -hmm. but I've always stood behind the cliches because given the right little motivation here and there, even a cliched story can pop. Yeah, and I think that's exactly Zuko's. It's perfect. Mm -hmm. His whole arc throughout each season mm -hmm. is done like bit by bit, just to perfection. Yeah, and you get like a little bit of a hint here that like one day perhaps Zuko and Aang could actually be cool. Yeah, but there's so much like rage. Yeah, and, and there's so much on the line. Yeah, like, this is the friendship right now. It's not the option. Nah, I was like, I have a year. To master yeah. three other elements that I have no idea. Yeah. I can barely master my own. And I have to master three more within the year. You're trying to be homies? <laughs> nah. Not the time. And Zuko's <laughs> just mad at his daddy. He got daddy issues. Yeah. There's all this stuff with his mom and like, then, you know, his hands. sister. Yeah. So <laughs> he's got rage. He in rage mode. Yeah. And uh, it ain't happening. But I like the, the, I like the taste of it. Yeah. That they sprinkle a little seasoning with yeah. it. I feel like I've, uh, out of all characters... Um, in some type of cartoon or animation, I feel like 
even compared to anime, I still think Zuko has one of the best character developments. Yeah. In a story. Yeah. From beginning to end, just because you kind of, I've noticed when like rewatching book one, they kind of get to um, Zuko trying to be a, a better person mm-hmm. fairly quick in the story, mm-hmm. and then for the next other for the next uh, couple of other seasons you're kind of riding that wave and seeing how he just develops from that point. Yeah. Though you you don't get to see his quote-unquote villain arc yeah. for that much, only for the close to midway to the beginning of the of the first season. Yeah. It's very interesting that they kind of like run onto that fairly quick and then just keep on pushing from there. And they, they do it really well, too, because I think the the point that most people misunderstand now is the the idea of like patience like giving you a little bit letting it go challenging it letting Mm -hmm. it go because they give him everything here they give you little hints of what he could do and then he has all these misfalls Mm -hmm. of like no he's back to attacking and he's back to going after them then he's back to doing this Mm -hmm. and it's like they let you really sit and work on it Mm -hmm. so that when he may or may not turn around it's very worth it because mm-hmm. you've earned it mm-hmm. through all that time with him. Yep. And I, that's what I think makes his like whole arc throughout it like perfect. I agree. Not that everyone else doesn't have stories and arcs and things to do throughout the seasons, but his is just chef's yeah, kiss. Yeah, yeah, it's really nice. It's really well done. Um, before it's it's funny before um I completely forget we jumped onto the blue spirit, but there was an art, there's an episode that happens prior. That I really do like, and it's when they uh, go into the Earth Kingdom. Oh, Omashu. Have, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when they go to Omashu and um, Aang gets captured by the Earth Kingdom's king, and who challenges him? Yeah. In, uh, three, and like it, he had to, he had to finish three challenges. All these challenges were pretty fucking crazy. Yeah. And the uh, man's a psycho. To then. Um, Hit him with like the ultimate question that if someone would have asked me, it it would have broke me. Yeah, and I knew I would have failed. Yeah, and it's what is my name? <laughs> just to figure out who the hell this person is, which is so unfair to the yeah. kid who just spent a hundred years on an ice cube to be like, hey, you remember that guy? That's uh, Tommy? Is that you? <laughs> no. no, Jonathan? <laughs> like, like for real? Like we? I can't even remember a. a person i met last week what i ate this morning and <laughs> yeah. he's just like <laughs> what's my name <laughs> yeah, who uh, the f- is you and <laughs> ends up finding out that it's his old friend boomy who is boomy. Uh, just a freaking maniac but he's a yeah. really really cool character uh, especially on his uh on um ang's development later down the road um one thing to talk about here uh the show is also incredible for its thought into like clothing and mm-hmm. production design mm-hmm. um each tribe having its own style their yeah. own clothing their own you know personal whatever their mm-hmm. own cities their own elements their their it's a road you know trip essentially so everywhere has its own you know landscape the earth kingdom of amashu is so badass because it's just like this giant hill and they use a delivery system to move everything. So yeah. they're just using earth bending to slide carts around, yeah. which, you know, they're immediately like, oh, roller coaster? Bet, <laughs> you know, ways. I could use air bending to move <laughs> us. And I was like, it's just so, so impressive because at any point in the show, you could pause the screen and just be like, okay, we're in a Fire Nation like mm-hmm. territory, mm-hmm. or this is an Earth Kingdom territory, this is a water tribe. Like, you yeah, know, you visually know. right away. Yeah. And there's a lot of like, 
lot of attention and love put behind that. Absolutely. So you at least or you're at least aware of the geography as they go on this huge road trip. Mm -hmm. It's not jarring, you know. Mm -hmm. Did you? It's funny when um, going into I think it's like probably the episode after when they meet Boomy. Mm -hmm. There's a there's the episode when Aang gets quote unquote stuck in the spirit world. And he has yep. to turn that weird creature back to Yeah, there is a, a spirit creature that's just devastating right. a village. And Which he's... is when you end up finding out who yeah. Roku is for the first time. Well, not for the first time, but you yeah. get to see a little bit more of Roku. The previous Avatar, uh, Avatar Roku was a firebender. Right, 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 yeah. right. So they end up going into the scene. And I think it's the spirit, the, dra- the spirit dragon thing that takes Aang over to the temple yeah roku's dragon yeah, i cannot old, remember the name of that dragon I don't remember the but dragon. it's badass yeah looking. it looks really cool but then it ends up showing ang that it's only under the what the solstice that you can speak with roku yes about whatever's yes. happening once the the light itself aligns with the with roku's Bro, statue. some indiana jones type stuff when i saw the when i saw that scene all i can think of is like damn so you're telling me that the only office hours that Avatar <laughs> Roku had was Yo. five minutes during the solstice. That is so <laughs> insane. Roku got his phone on Do Not Disturb 24-7. Dude, insane. Because I'm like, damn, I have to make an appointment already. Just to speak with this man. The <laughs> that That's so a great wild. transition, though, because one of the, the biggest things about the whole series that I think is excellent Whenever you're trying to create tension in, like, a story or a script, you always put, uh, like, a ticking bomb, mm-hmm. some sort of clock like that. And the version of that for Avatar is Sozin's Comet. Mm-hmm. So, basically, every, you know, 100 years, whatever, there is a comet that'll blast by, you know, the planet. Mm-hmm. And because the firebenders draw their power from the breath and from the sun, this comet will give them, like, a huge power boost so when Aang goes to kind of commune with the previous Avatar, Avatar Roku, he is made aware of this comet and the mm-hmm. fact that it's coming like next summer yeah, 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 and yeah. that it'll give the firebenders the power they need to finally take over the rest of the earth, mm-hmm. to bowl over uh, the earth kingdom and finally be done with their conquering of the uh, planet there. So you get this amazing like pressure yeah. on Aang and everybody to then like book it Mm-hmm. So that he could at least learn water, earth, fire. Technically, master them, but like, yeah. just give me a, just give me a, give me a snapshot. Yeah. I learned. I was, I was upset at first because I learned that the live action series isn't gonna have that. That there will be no like ticking clock for the comet. Really. And I, I was less mad when I learned their reasoning was that the the actors ages for the kids Mm -hmm. because technically you can do whatever you want with the animation it could be just one year later and you're good to go Mm -hmm. but if they're gonna film all this the people are obviously gonna age more than what the show is gonna entail you know um see i I have to disagree i don't give a shit but i understand it yeah it's only a year we're not talking about five ten twenty years later yeah it's only a year the worst thing that can happen is that their hair grow a little bit longer they give Aang the fucking the Kobe Bryant yeah. <laughs> fucking uh, little afro that they give him in the season. Yeah, for it. real. That's yeah. what you got to do. Just don't make him bald. Give him some hair, and then we'll continue on to the story. We don't have to worry about having to yeah. hire somebody completely different. For I feel like it's them trying to be like, oh, what if we can get more than what we originally thought out of it and film even more? 
and they're mm. like, oh, well, they'll, you know, I don't know. I, I We'll just have to wait. And I see. disagreed with it at first because I was like, I feel like that's part of the magic because then you f- you get so much more like excitement out of mm-hmm. being like, yo, he's got to learn this. He's got to learn this, mm-hmm. which segues us into one of the most interesting aspects of the show, which is when Aang first tries to learn firebending because mm-hmm. he doesn't. Uh, it's not necessarily an order he has to go into. Yeah, he I think, just has to learn them. I think like elders of villages might like to have a, a system because mm-hmm. in the sequel series for Korra, she's kind of put through the ringer of like, you mastered this one, this one, and this one. Mm-hmm. And it's told to us in the second season that the hardest element for uh, an avatar to master is the opposite from them. Right. Which for Aang ends up being earthbending mm-hmm. because he's about flowing free. Right. Instead of being precise. Free with the breeze. Right, right, right. Yeah, and, and earthbending is about like force and mm-hmm. heavy mm-hmm. punching, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, and... They come across a, a village because they're kind of going through Earth Kingdom territory that's now been taken over by firebenders. Mm-hmm. And they find a teacher who could teach him. He's like a deserter from the Fire yeah, Nation. From the Fire Nation. Yeah. yeah, I cannot remember for I don't the remember. life of I remember him. What his name is. I remember the episode. Actually, I think I might be mistaken it with one, but there's an episode. Called they... the Deserter. Yes. Jong Jong. Yes, 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 yes. 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 He tries to teach Aang a little bit about firebending and how breath is crucial for it. So he gives him a leaf and he's like, okay. Learn how to burn it. Yeah, you're going to like burn all the sides of it or or keep it from like blowing up, whatever. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. Aang is pretty incredible at picking up very quickly. Yeah, pretty quick. On all these different elements. Mm -hmm. And he gets out of control with it. And instead of like (laughs) raining it in, he accidentally burns Katara. Yeah. And He's I like, like Look it. what I can do. And yeah. then fucks everything. Tara's like, ah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, ah, you my know. leg. But then we, it then transitions into learning something more about Katara, which is that Katara can um, heal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which is kind of cool because uh, definitely very useful in this fucking journey. Bro, <laughs> let me get a cool pack. Yeah, I, I like it because uh, you learn some. I mean, you already knew Aang was a pacifist in many ways. He's still mm-hmm. a child and he's vegetarian, etc. So much of, like, that monk lifestyle is in him. But he actually vows to never firebend again Mm -hmm. and doesn't actually pick it up for a really long time. Mm -hmm. Like, he's pretty much dedicated to the point where he'll go fight the Fire Lord before the Comet, Mm -hmm. which is his goal, Mm -hmm. and not even do it with firebending. He's so against it. And I'm like, I really like the idea that that's his position on it Mm -hmm. because when we, over time, get to learn more about the elements, where they came from, what they were kind of inspired by, what powers them. You, he starts to learn more about like seeing fire as a positive element instead mm-hmm. of like a negative. Right. But I like that he had such a traumatic thing here. Yeah. Because it gives him such a good like mm-hmm. journey later. Yeah. It makes it so much more um, like it more impactful once he actually gets to learn it. Yeah. And, and really master it and understand it under you know somebody else's. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Before before we continue, because I I'm gonna forget. Have you? Do you remember? I don't know if you ever caught on to uh, in one of the episodes. It was uh, episode nine. Hmm. The the bag, the, the person bag. with the bag. Oh. Uh, did you ever did you ever see or heard uh, of that so. person? So it's this person has nothing to do with the story. Yeah. This person was just a background. It was one of the um one of the traders. That are in, that's in the background, just like selling stuff into the public, 
and the gang ends up just passing by in front of them. Yeah. And they're just having a conversation. But in the background, all you hear is this man holding a bag in the air and says, Who dares to look inside this bag? <laughs> and that's all you hear. And we never yeah. find out what the fuck is inside that oh bag. Oh, my God. Ever. Because no one dared to look inside the bag. It was so annoying. I needed like, answered. Dude. I rewatched it and I was like, yeah, we never find out what's inside the bag. It's like he got liquor. All. He got a little forties. <laughs> that reminds me of Red Dead Two, where the guy runs around shouting, "Where's Gavin?" And it's unsolvable. Like yeah. every time you run into him, you just he just says, "Oh, I can't find Gavin," but like you can never actually find him. So really, he, yeah. So you just shoot the guy. <laughs> you just See, shoot the guy to be like, "I'll help you." That's funny. Um, before we even forget, dude, we're forgetting one of like the coolest motherfuckers in this whole series. Mm. They run across a group of freedom fighters in the woods led by Jet mm. and his freedom fighters, mm-hmm. dude. Oh, man. Jet's, yes. Jet's one cool. Jet's the guy you absolutely hate because, like, you be trying to, you know, get a girlfriend in school, and then the one dude will come through from a different school, and yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Jet. Yeah, yeah, He'll riz up cool all the ladies yep. and then, like, hurt all of them, and then they'll be jaded for the rest of their life. Yeah, they yeah. won't ever date you. <laughs> And he's the he's the one student from the other school that yeah, comes in absolutely. on a bike. Yeah, and he has <laughs> he has access, a motorcycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he he has the ability to leave school whenever he wants. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah, yeah his yeah, GPA yeah. is like one point negative two. But he's still graduating. But his brother gets him beer and cigarettes because <laughs> he's actually old enough. He's the only one that walks around the school with a leather jacket. Yeah, he's the only. He got one. the cigarette folded <laughs> into it like his sleeve all rolled up. Yes. He got the converse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, my brother gave me some cigarettes. Yeah. He don't even smoke them. They just know him as a they, – they talk about him like he's a legend or yeah. a myth in the school. Bro, you seen Jed, bro? He's I heard he beat up like 10 teachers. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. It's all, it's never a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it's an man, adult. I, or he busted up the shop teacher. <laughs> he beat him with a wrench. Like, yo, that was Dom Toretto. You'll Chill. <laughs> you see him walk around. He gets in front of a vending machine, kicks it. Yeah. Three, <laughs> three cokes come out. <laughs> It's just like like the fonts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> boom. Thanks, Jet. You're the coolest. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He Doesn't do guy. any schoolwork. <laughs> Sits in the favorite teacher's class. Yeah, all legs day. Legs up on the on the table. Yeah, doesn't yeah. give a shit. Yeah, yeah, even yeah. the teacher's got a crush on him. Yeah, she's like, should I risk it? Nah, I need no, this job. No, 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 I need this. I need, but Jet though. But Jet and uh, his freedom fighters, they learn uh, even though they're cool and they're trying to, you know fight the fire nation in their own way they're a little too hardcore parkour yeah and they have methods that aren't exactly savory and um they part ways with jet only to eventually see him again mm-hmm. but he does because of become a fan favorite um and i never realized this when we were in uh when i was in college we filmed a very very horrible zombie like project mm-hmm. that was just like ugly bad <laughs> my friend uh dave we introduced him into like the series as like a guy we run across that we just find in the woods and he's like an archer and we went to film that day you know there's there's no rules we're just gorilla making it he went up into a tree and we like pan up to him and when i looked at him he had like a straw in his mouth Mm -hmm. like a hay straw yeah and he had it the whole time and when i rewatched this i was like fudge Dave was trying to be Jet. Because like, Jet has a little straw in his mouth. And he's yeah, badass. Yeah. And he's up in a tree. I was like, yo, Dave knew what he was doing, dog. He, he was playing the role, right? He, was, he, like, he, oh, he had his inspiration. Like, he took notes. Like, I was like, man, Dave was a cool motherfucker. I miss him. That's so funny. Oh, my gosh, dude. 
Let me see. And he says, uh, so he ends up learning water bending, I believe, after that. He ends up learning the fire bending. Yeah, but then because he learns, and then he ends up burning Katara and goes Bye-bye. depressed. Depressed mode. Yeah, yeah, he goes on some. Yeah, because he does learn. They say that a hero <laughs> can save us. Yeah, Jump yeah. off the bridge with Play Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll save you, Mary Jane, even though you're really freaking annoying. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mary Jane's the worst in those Spider-Man movies. That is. The worst. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. I've, I lost my place there because I was just thinking about how horrible Mary Jane Mary is Jane in those is. movies. <laughs> You know, he ends up learning how to how to fire bend a little bit. He yeah, because uh, like, kind of like letting it go. Yeah, and her and uh, he learns water bending from Katara as much as Katara can show him because right. she, even she's trying to mm-hmm. to learn get it well. together. Um, yeah, which then they end up having to be like, well, we need to find someone that actually knows what they're doing. We need we need um, a master. And sends them over to the North Pole. Yes, which they finally reach. And yes. I'll tell you what, if I was from the South, I'd be pissed. The Southern Water Tribe is like four dudes and a granny, right? Mm-hmm. Like all kid, like all the men left the village. Mm-hmm. Saga tried to go, but he was too young. Yeah. So their dad, their dad's friend Bato, that they meet eventually in the series, mm-hmm. they're gone. When you get to the North Pole, it's like seats, streets, Shangri La looks Disney. like Disney and yeah, Venice yeah, yeah. all in once. They got canals, yeah. boats. And I'm just like, really, bro? You can't throw a couple dollars at the south? Sure. There's so many, so many people from the water, from the water tribe, just dying, and then you're like barely surviving, and y'all here in fucking mansions. <laughs> eating, what are we doing? Eating mangoes and pineapples in the cold. This is insane. So yeah. of course, uh, Sokka immediately falls in love with the first girl he sees there, which happens to be Princess Yue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's enga- engaged to another man? Yeah. Not Jet. Who's a dick? Jet's too good to be tied down, yeah. baby. Jet ain't never getting married. He's out with the wind. <laughs> I go wherever the breeze takes me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In so the like, wind, <laughs> it smells like rain. <laughs> well, we get to meet the princess, and then we get to meet the uh, the sexist water bending master. Dang, who's like, yo, girls aren't allowed to do this. And Even though he openly admits that Katara wipes the floor with oh, all yeah. his other students, he's like, nah, you would check. Yeah, you would check. You can't do this. You're not allowed. <laughs> Not Magic allowed. Soldiers. That's it. And, and get up. <laughs> While Aang's over there like tic-tac-toeing. <laughs> he's a fucking kid. You don't give he's a like, shit. I, I just want to learn. That's all I want to do. Yeah. I'm yeah. just here so I won't get fined. Yeah. And then Katara just, you know, like he said, just wipes the floor, beats his ass, says, girls can't do what? And then just And she challenges him, doesn't she? Yeah. 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 And then beats his ass fairly fairly quickly yeah um it's a good point to talk about the fact that even though we have the four elements there's uh there's special abilities that each element could have mm-hmm. there's like sub elements and then there's like different abilities you could use within the elements mm-hmm. we figure out obviously that water bending you can also freeze the water mm-hmm. turn it to ice which guitar gets pretty freaking <clears throat> adept at yeah over time uh water bending could also be used for like light healing mm-hmm. like not like Oh, he got shot in the gut, kind of thing. But like, if you had a burn, yeah, like a surface, some heel. surface, yeah, yeah surface. Um, water bending could also be used for blood bending, which yeah. we will learn about in the future. Crazy, which is like one of the scariest things I've ever seen. Like a show made for ten year olds mm-hmm. do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so scary. There's a. We'll talk about the other uh, sub things for Earth and Fire when we get to those seasons. Yeah. Um, air bending, obviously, air. You can use it to kind of propel yourself to yeah, glide and travel, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is why Aang has his glider. 
obviously Appa is able to fly, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. His big ass getting up there like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Momo can fly. Momo's got wings. We forgot about Momo for a second there. Oh, yes. I love Momo. Well, like the only animals, only animals in the series are actually pretty fire. The animals Even are the usually... Uh, I love that panda. <laughs> the animals for the most part, are usually an amalgamation of two animals from the regular world. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. when you see a turtle, it's a lion turtle. Yeah. When you see a duck, it's, you know, duck chicken, whatever. <laughs> I think Momo and, like, Opera are kind of, like, exceptions. Like, mm-hmm. there's a few of them that aren't like that. But the animals from this show are fire. But They're always so cool. Well, the, I mean, yeah, I feel like the bison, yeah, the bison and the lemur are a little bit different. But even mm. them aren't still, they still have, like... It's a flying bison. Yeah. And then we got a lemur that is constantly flying. Lemur. Is there any, like, flying ex- squirrel. Excuse my um, sugar ignorance. glider. <laughs> but is there a lemur that actually flies? I fucking constantly? hope so. I think they glide. I don't think they fly. Ignorance or not, bro, I want one. <laughs> it's coming from Venezuela. Because <laughs> I know they glide, but I don't know if they can fly for like that. I'm not even sure. But um, I don't mess with a sugar glider, though. It's creeping oh, out. It's yeah, too small. Weird. I turn around right in my face. <laughs> Hey, ah. yo. <laughs> yo. <laughs> but I would get, like, a, a bunch of animals I would love from the yeah. Avatar world. They remind me a lot of the One Piece ones that I was, like, just yeah. recently getting into. Yeah. Where it, was like, it was, like, a chicken and a, some chicken and, like, a wolf or something <laughs> to, like, fuse together. Chicken and a walrus. Yeah, it was some weird animals. And I was like, oh, shit, that reminds me a lot of Avatar. Chicken and a Popeye's biscuit. <laughs> Dry as hell. <laughs> You know what one we forgot while we're on animals is the sheer shoe. Which one's that? Um, there's a tracker that they come across that's trying to track. Um, you remember there's that tracker lady. Um, what's her name? June, and she's trying to track a stowaway on Zuko's ship. So Zuko's like, "All right, bet he has Katara's necklace, her Water Tribe necklace, mm. and they use the sheer shoe to basically track down." Um, Aang, Aang, and they get into like a big old fight. Mm-hmm. He's like a ant eater looking thing, but he has like a poison tongue. Yes, it, it's very like a, it's a weird looking animal, but he's badass. Like Old if you could just animal. literally, it's like a bloodhound times a hundred. It's like me giving Hinata a shoe and her finding my grandfather in New Hampshire. <laughs> like bet fourteen hundred miles. No, got it. We gotta go for it. Hinata That's can't fun. even find the meatball that we roll in front of her. No, nah. <laughs> like, get out, it man. for me. <laughs> get it for me. Uh, but meanwhile, we're in the North Pole, and of course, trouble comes mm-hmm. because Zhao has tracked them up to the North Pole. Yep. He's got big plans in mind, but Zuko also has a mini mission in mind, mm-hmm. which leads to one of Zuko's best outfits, aside from Blue Spirit, which is his all-white camouflage outfit. Yes. Yeah, yeah. fire, right? <laughs> <laughs> Need it, right? Let me get a jumpsuit. Much needed. Much needed. I mean, he does end up getting a bunch of different outfits. Yeah, he's, he's that, the luckiest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He has some really, really cool outfits. But even then, I feel like Aang also gets some some decent some decent outfits. Because later down, I know we'll we'll get to it. But later down the road, he even gets like a Fire Nation. Yeah, fit. And yeah, he looks crazy <laughs> in that outfit. It's like yo, his, his IG he is his IG is blowing yeah. up. <laughs> yeah, the Air Nomads know how to style it, dude. It, it breathes. You get that yellow and orange. It, it goes so, hard. So, so cool. But Zuko tries to basically slip in the back door to try and grab Aang and get the hell out of there before mm-hmm. everything goes to hell. Uh, obviously, they've never really tried too hard, I guess, to attack the northern you know, water tribe because of how fortified the cities are. Mm-hmm. But Zhao has a weird-ass plan. 
and that's to take out the moon so yeah. they can disrupt and cancel out the waterbender's power. Bro, don't take out the moon. Extra is That's no. just a dick move to take out a moon. Yeah, extra is fuck. It's not like, oh, I'm just going to kill you. No, 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 no. Yeah. I'm taking out the moon. I'm just going to take out the moon. <laughs> it's, a, it's a little confusing, but basically, like, the koi fish there... Or, or, that's where they gain power. From or, or like, that's how he's going to do it. So he basically picks up a koi fish like he's drunk at a Chinese restaurant yeah, and just, like, like crushes that hoe in his hand. <laughs> and the moon turns red. And I'm just like, what is this? The end of a Zack Snyder film? Yeah. I was scared. <laughs> that is funny. And I like I like Arrow in that circumstance because he's over there like, bro, like, I get it. We're trying to do this. We're Fire Nation. But, like, that shit's crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, we're mm-hmm. supposed to be about, like, I like Iroh because he fundamentally, you know, at least in his old age, like understands the four elements better, mm-hmm. how they work in harmony, how they're all supposed to blend and like coexist together. Absolutely. So Zhao on some, he's smoking the pack. He's crazy. Yeah. He, he's smoking he, the Fire Nation yeah, he pack. Has, he has that Fire Nation Kool-Aid on him. <laughs> For <laughs> sure. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It tastes like but anarchy. But thankfully Uncle Iroh is there to kind of like balance everything off and teach the the future of the fire nation the right way the right path and of unity and all that but shit goes to hell yeah yeah, and ang once again goes hulk mode can't control his uh avatar state becomes like this blue spirit thing looks like a salamander look like weird ginormous water look like a salamander but a little squishy yeah a little squishier than, than that and just wipes out the fire nation yeah and a couple swings yeah 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 um, the Fire Nation and a little bit of uh, the North Pole as well. Cause he, he, he did create some a little bit of destruction. He's <laughs> just like, you know what? This place could look like the Southern Tribe. I'm going to blow this town up. <laughs> it's like he's a grateful bastard. <laughs> it just breaks everything apart. Bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, tragically, Princess Yue, in order to save the moon, mm-hmm. gives up her life. Because yeah. you learn she's connected to it in some, some interesting way. Yeah. So Saga's got to be like, girl... I appreciate you. I love you. Then <laughs> she goes away. This one's for Ruth. <laughs> <laughs> so that's two women Sokka has fumbled the bag on. Dude, no Riz. No. <laughs> no Riz. No Riz. No Riz, Riz at all. Uses Just boomerang. Riz, he is not the Rizard of Oz. Dude. Every time he uses his Riz, the, someone dies. The Riz Nation. Yeah. Riz Bender. Someone's either out or dead. The only it's thing crazy. that's coming back to him is that boomerang. Hacha. <laughs> that boomerang. <laughs> that boomerang. <laughs> and that got, that pretty much kind of covers over the, the first book. One. Uh, yeah. book. The, actually, my favorite moment, I'll give you my, my favorite moment from that series is actually with Zuko at the end. end because uh-huh. he basically, once again, fails to kind of get Aang. Mm-hmm. Almost dies out there. Mm-hmm. I think Aang actually kind of saves him in a way. I think so. Um kind of repaying the favor basically Mm -hmm. for the blue spirit scenario Mm -hmm. and i love it because zuko kind of goes back tail between his legs and he basically just like tells ira like bro i'm tired (laughs) you know what i mean and Mm -hmm. i love it because it's got all the weight of like physicality obviously like that was a lot but it has so much more to do with like his spirit Mm -hmm. and his mental uh mental state of like i've just been driven on like hate and revenge and fueled to like go get this man and now Mm -hmm. like I think I'm cooked. Yeah. Like, I think I'm done with this. My favorite point mm-hmm. in the whole series. Oh, not the whole series, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, Book it's, one. It's definitely, like, a good bending point, especially for the for its character development that we get to have of later of Zuko. I think my one of my um, favorite moments 
it's probably also with Zuko because I I feel like out of all out of everyone bending out of everyone using their their style of bending Zuko is still the most entertaining to watch yeah um every single time he fire bends it's always super entertaining and super like whoa like that's cool mm-hmm. versus everyone else uses it and you're like okay cool that's what it's that's what i expect that person to bend as but then you it's get to point. see suko yeah and it's like he uses he he is doing the same techniques as the fire nation would but it's like way cooler he, <laughs> yeah he adds like this flair to his moves that mm-hmm. it just makes it look so much cooler yeah 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 that's I think a, that, oh um what i was getting to was that yes He's my favorite. He's my favorite to watch. Meaning, so in season one, his fight with um, with Zhao was probably my favorite point. That's cool. Of man. just like him like, getting the revenge back and just like putting outclassing him. On the him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think that was like such a cool scene. Uh, on a rewatch, I was actually really impressed with Aang, um, bending wise, mm-hmm. because I was watching these scenes thinking like. You know, yeah, Prince Zuko is kind of like he's been training. Like mm-hmm. he's 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 pretty decent at what he does, and but Aang's able to get them out of all these scraps. Mm-hmm. And although I think Zuko going against air is mm-hmm. a really difficult element for him mm-hmm. to like battle, I was like, man, I really feel like Aang's like plus one that he has is being a kid. Yeah. One thing for being the Avatar that I think you need to be is creative. Because there, you have access to every element, so you have so much that you could do, and you know, come up with, yeah. you know, m- you know, whatever. You can be yeah. really, really creative with it, which you're gonna need to be to fight off all these different things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think Aang, being young, he has so much imagination that even without the training, the masters, the whatever, he's able to do all this crazy stuff because he's just like. What if I did this? Yeah. Like this sounds insane and wacky. Yeah. Let's try it. Out. And just yeah, I was like more and more like as I've rewatched this first season, I was like, I really think that's what it is. He just has like so much imagination, and he's mm-hmm. got like the dreams of a child that right. he's able to like outclass all these freaking people that are like hardened, you know, mm-hmm. hardcore parkour firebenders, yeah. warriors, whatever. Yeah. Obviously, he gets into scraps. He makes mistakes. He does the normal thing, but yeah. I think that's what like makes him so elusive, you know. It, yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that because now that that I'm watching this scene, I feel like every person that is good at their bending mm-hmm. has that factor. Yeah. Because even in the scene when you see Uncle Iroh saying, "Oh yeah, I need my uh, my handcuffs kind of like tighten up a little bit," and then when he gets close to it, he uses his uh, his nose to like get them super super hot mm-hmm. and then it burns the other per- the soldier's hand yeah to kind of escape like that's something that you really wouldn't think that's super out of the box yeah because they're it's very creative they're like well he's completely hogtied like he's not gonna be able There's to bend he can do. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so I feel exactly like every every good bender every good style bender is able to has to have that type of creative like flow mm-hmm. to be able to you know get themselves out without exerting themselves way too much yeah because you see all like the npc benders basically yeah the npc benders that like just be like bah and punch in the air with one fire fist but yeah the absolute best ones are the ones that like stretch the imagination and really try to utilize bending to like its fullest capacity or push it to bring it to like a whole new level or a whole different style yeah um which 
honestly, the show is so cool too because the authenticity that they put into it, crafting each bending style, but after a real martial arts, mm-hmm. and then just changing it so the different nations use a different style. Yeah, I'm like, it's so much cooler than just kicking and punching and having like fire or water come out. Like, no, they're actually performing like real martial arts techniques right. and that's the way that they get everything to work yeah um I agree. but before we wrap up though i want to give out some awards mm-hmm. some anime awards actually before we get into that hit me you just said anime considered oh, the fact that we're you. talking about thank you avatar the last airbender <laughs> the american there will be the, the question that everyone always tries to answer mm-hmm. is avatar the last airbender an yes. anime or not I really want to hear from our audience on this one. If if people can really just give us a shout out, type mm-hmm. in anywhere we can, Instagram, follow us, etc. Because we wanted to release this in conjunction with the live action, but at the same time, we really wanted to cover it, you know, in our anime show because that has been a really mm-hmm. contested, you know, subject about yeah. whether or not this is anime. Because we kind of came to a little bit of a conclusion the other day that. You know, manga is Japanese. Right. And if it's in America, it's called a graphic novel. Right. So the shows would be like a cartoon. Right. Not an anime. And not an anime. But when we were kids, I thought Dragon Ball was a cartoon. Right. We had no idea that it was an imported anime. Yep. I think that I would respect that. Culturally, I would respect that and be like, no, Avatar's not an anime. But it has all the trappings that would make something an anime mm-hmm. that I could mm-hmm. see the last airbender being like a badass manga. Like I don't oh, know all yeah. 20 volumes. You okay. got all the characters, great character arcs, excellent writing, excellent action drama. You got little side characters, cute animals, etc. whatever mm-hmm. they want to throw in there. Great character villains, development too. You have like arcs. Yeah. You have story beats, little things here and there. Mm hmm. I like, it's like every every technical aspect of what it's a makes mark. an anime an anime. Yeah, the Avatar: Last Airbender definitely covers, which it's really hard for a lot of people to really pick if it's if it's one or the other. Some people say that just because it's you know anime is just another word for animation. Yeah, that it should fall under the same category. However, if we really do get to the nitty gritty, it doesn't. It's not an anime simply because it's just not Japanese. It wasn't mm. a Japanese. It's not Japanese at its core. Yeah. Um. It's just an American cartoon, but it's cool to be having this type of conversation and actually be putting it at such high regards compared to other animes that are as influential as a uh, like. You know, you you can put it up to the same level as Dragon Ball Z, One Piece, Naruto, mm. because it has that same inspiration. It comes from that same uh like vision of being able to create this like masterpieces in animation where the there's it's not just as simple as oh yeah the main character is just a hero and we just keep on going like no there's more depth to not only the main character but the world that he's surrounded by Mm -hmm. so that that depth that kind of covers in anime as well is covered in last airbender and i think that it's so cool yeah i think there's been other shows that have some of the checklist for mm-hmm. you know being anime even though they're american productions but avatar has always like told the line for mm-hmm. people 
and I think it's just because it's just so well done yeah. that even though we could have the discussion, we're not like counting it out. Right. It's so well done that we're always just like, eh, yeah, it's throw those, it in there. Yeah, it's one of those that even, that even if you say yes, it's an anime or no, it's an anime, everyone will agree. <laughs> still going to watch it. Yeah, you're still going <laughs> to watch it and everyone's going to agree with you. Yeah. Because it, it's so it's so like on the line. It's mm. such a gray area that it's either it is or it isn't. It's still fine. It's still okay. You know what it is to me too. Um, it's like a it's like a stepping stone. It's like a gateway show. Mm-hmm. Like if I was gonna get someone into anime, but they didn't want to go too crazy, so I'm trying to get them to break into it. Mm-hmm. This is almost that show. If they haven't seen, I'd be like, "Well, start here," because this that. is get, this is gonna be anime light. Yeah, it's the light yeah. edition, and then I'm gonna work you over to like some Naruto mm-hmm. or something, you know, like real popular big three, etc. And yeah. then I'm gonna get you into some crazy stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know. Then we're so watching how, how I turn myself into a slime. Type yeah, like, that's some like, how to pick up girls in a dungeon. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know yeah. what I mean. I think it. I think it's great for an American audience that wants to get into it if they have not seen it. It's like okay, start here so you can kind of get the flavor of like what it might be, and then we'll work into it. You know, right? I agree. Uh, let's I give out some agree. awards. Though. Yeah, let's get to the awards. Best Which weapon. Best weapon. Wanna, you got it? You got it? You need another minute? I need a minute. Go All for right. It. Best weapon? Jets. Jet swords. Okay. Jet uses these uh, these hook swords. Oh, my gosh. They're so freaking the ones cool. That's like a, it's almost like a C. Yes. They have, a, they have a hook, but they also have like a point at the bottom. They're called... Jeez, uh, I don't even remember what the hell they're called. I wrote it down earlier. They're like tiger swords or something along the okay. lines of that. It has a hook in it, but then it also has a stab on the bottom. But then around your hand, there's also like two points you can stab someone to. I just think it's the most versatile weapon. You could do so many things with it, like devastating wise. It's Mm -hmm. got close combat and, you know, far combat, whatever. Mm -hmm. And he uses it to like just hook and do some parkour stuff. Right. Like he gets through the trees with it. Yes. When I saw it, I was like, I need it. Yeah. (laughs) Like we have to buy it. I'll never use it, but like I need it. Uh, Like desperately. Damn, that is good. Saga's boomerang was close. Because that ain't no like nerf boomerang. Like that thing is sharp. Yeah, yeah, I think it's sharp. I kind of want to say it's Aang's staff. Yeah, it's badass. I really, really do like it. I think that it's, Having a glider, having the distance whenever you're fighting, being able to use it with your, with your air bending is also really cool, because he not only uses it as a form of transportation, but he actually uses it as a weapon. Yeah. In like in battle, uh, I think that's what it's one of the cooler ones, just because of that same thing. You can use it for so many, so many different things. Yeah, I've seen Aang use it to, like, helicopter away. Yeah. Like, go-go gadget, you know? Yeah, dude. I've seen him so use it to, cool. like, knock out, like, a fire. Yeah. He, he tosses it. He, tosses like, it. uses, uses airbending it with it. Like, dude, there's so much that he can do with that and fucking stuff. I think it's so cool. I'm, I'm waiting to see if I can find someone to have, like... Like a real wooden like one? Like a nice one, yeah, with yeah. The, so with the like, actual, like, fan in it. Yeah, so I can Man, frame it. That would be so freaking nice. I would love to. Um, Best fight. My, you were already kind of saying it. You yeah. still sticking with that same one, Zhao yeah, yeah, versus yeah. Zuko? Yeah, I would say yeah. so. It's probably one of the coolest ones. Uh, my fight from it is the episode where they're being tracked by the Sheer Shoe. Mm-hmm. They end up in a village that makes perfume, so they like distract the Sheer Shoe mm-hmm. with it. And he goes nuts and like starts hitting people with his tongue. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. so effing funny because he gets Zuko and June. 
But Iroh's like, oh, I'll save you. And then Zuko's like, Uncle, you didn't get hit with the tongue? And he's like, shh. He a freak. <laughs> he on his Roshi like, level. Uncle Iroh's a freak. Yeah, he's like, shh. And I did. Shut up, Zuko. <laughs> That um, is good. That is but good. Zuko basically takes on Aang there, and that's where I was like, "Damn, that's what's up." They yeah. go from like the rooftop to down below. He's matching them like foot for footwork, like mm-hmm. they're boxers. And I, that's why I was like, "Man, it's there. It's his creativity that kills Zuko so much because he's just so rigid yeah. in his thinking and his goal." Yeah, Aang ends up freaking like zipping around a well, mm-hmm. doesn't get him, jumps down the well. Zuko blasts fire down it. He, of course, can waterbend, which Zuko's apparently forgetting. Yeah. Just zooms up, soaks him, does a Black Widow landing, and then just, like, all you see is Zuko go, what? Slap. <laughs> and Aang and, 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 and just stays in the pose. He doesn't even move for, like, 10 seconds. He's just like, ooh. It's like, yeah, you saw that. You saw that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Katara? You saw it, right? You saw that, right, baby? I love you. <laughs> Our last one, which is my favorite one, bro, Best Trip. I love Best Trip. It's so much fun. Uh, out of the first season, I have mine. If you need a minute, I'm gonna need a minute because I'm gonna because I can only like break it down. Like, okay, so you got Sokka, yeah, you got Katara, you got Aang and Suka. I'll give you mine. Mine is Sokka. Okay, in interesting. The, in the very early episodes where they find Aang, etc. Yeah, when he Zuko wears the lands warrior. on the beach, yeah, Ooh. and he goes back in Mulan style, yeah, and he paints up his face. It's got the gray black, yeah, looking like a Raiders fan, yeah, and then he's got all like the gear on and everything, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he wears a similar thing later in bigger fights in this series, mm-hmm. but I was like, man, that looks crazy, yeah. Zuko's white suit was a close one, yeah. He looking like Cisco unleashed a dragon, so it was real close. <laughs> but I like Sokka's because it just. Yeah, it, it it gives like the whole cultural thing. It throws yeah. everything it's got in there. Yeah, I was gonna say that Perfecto. too. I was gonna say probably like close to Sokka, just out of book one mm-hmm. because of that one. But because you chose that one, I'll probably go with Zuko because yeah. I think his aunt got blue gets, spirit or no, white white suit. Oh, blue spirit dog. Oh. Whatever. The white the white suit is cool because yeah. it makes him look classy. Yeah. But like the blue spirit like fit is like a with whole, the swords. Yeah, 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 yeah. The mask, the swords, the all black on it. it it's so clean. It's so clean. And gets no drip in the season. Next con. No. And uh, Katara he just gets also one, gets no drip. One in the outfit season. wonders. It's yeah, yeah no. Well, you can also kind of mention Uncle Iroh because Uncle Iroh was rocking that one little piece, <laughs> that one little thong piece. Yo, he rocked it, dude. Wait, he, he got, rocked it. Ben Zuko, I need to hit the hot spring. <laughs> yeah. He's like, damn it, Uncle. Just go back into the water. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Put it away. They're all like oh, children here. <laughs> There's children <Huh>? watching. <laughs> oh, geez. Well, we want to thank you for joining us today. For this episode of Talk No Jutsu. Yes, sir. This was Avatar Book One Water. Stay Ooh. tuned because we will obviously cover the rest of mm-hmm, avatar mm-hmm. for you yes, uh, let us know what you think we're gonna go move on soon to earth and fire fire books two and three yes sir but uh stay tuned because we're dropping a lot of heat coming your way mm-hmm. uh, we hope you enjoyed what's come so far yes sir don't forget to like and subscribe always and those other things youtubers say everything <laughs> if you find us on social media just yeah just follow us and dm us something weird yeah but send us memes not too weird just memes. We enjoy memes. <laughs> Let me clarify. <laughs> just yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. memes. Please clarify that. I don't want to see no crazy <laughs> DMs. Clarify that like butter. <laughs> Buddy gets a Drake text. <laughs> Anita Max away. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Yes, sir.
Ja, så sorry. <laughs>